Welcome to another episode of Comedy Wham! Presents with me, your host, Valerie, coming to you from the 2023 Moon Tower Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. My sometime co-hosts, Ms. Purrington and Mookie, are resting at home. ComedyWham.com is your place to go for features about all Austin comedy. In addition to podcasts, we bring you articles, album reviews, our advice column, Rochelle Takes on Comedy, a festivals page, and FPIA page where you can see the history of the contest. And you'll find the best comedy shows on our events pages for Austin, Houston, and DFW. If you're a comic in those cities and want your show featured on the calendar, click Submit a Show at the top of our homepage to complete the short survey. Tag us on your Instagram stories and we'll share your show promo. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook at Comedy Wham. Looking for ways to support all these resources we provide? You can donate to Comedy Wham on PayPal, Venmo, or even Patreon. Search for Comedy Wham on Patreon and check out our subscriber perks. Now let's get back to our podcast. Launched in 2016, the podcast project brings you funny people and their stories. As a fan, I like to delve into a comic's background and motivations, and we usually take a detour along the way. Consider the interview a way for you to get to know the folks that make the comedy scene as fascinating off stage as it is on stage. If you like this podcast, please rate and review us. Today, we're recording live on location at the Driscoll Hotel. Uh, we are talking to somebody who is, uh, has been joining us uh, for the last several Moon Towers. He's now uh, consistently headlining venues across the country. You can see him on his hit podcast, The Scissor Brothers, with Stevie Weeby. And his longtime podcast, Jeremiah Wonders, has been around as long as our podcast, which I only now just piece together. Uh, Stand Up on the Spot is even stronger than it was last year with its own channels on YouTube and uh, blowing up at Moon Tower. He was the new voice of the Joker on the animated show DC Superhero Girls. He just released his second special called Daddy. We're continuing our annual tradition here at Moon Tower JFL, checking in and seeing how things are going. And now Comedy Wham presents for the sixth record-breaking, incredible appearance, our guest, Jeremiah Watkins. Yeah, It's good to be the defending champion of Comedy Wing. <laughs> right? How's it going? Good. Really good. Every single year, you are doing different projects at Moon Tower. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, we were... Um, last year, we shot... The last few years we've shot the stand-up on the spots out here at Moon Tower, and um, it's been cool to see what where the show has been going and growing along the way and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, we've had a, some shows get some good attention on YouTube, and then we've had handfuls of clips go really viral yeah. online. So yeah. it's been it's been cool to see that that show. Uh, that's one of my babies, so, yeah. Yeah, one of your many. You literally have so many babies. Yes. Now. You're about to have a second literal baby. Yeah, literal, <laughs> literal. <laughs> you've got the special daddy. Uh-huh. Uh, and you've got the two podcasts, or what, video casts, really, because yeah. they're all on YouTube. Uh, and, yeah, I was just looking because I was like, you know, Jeremiah Wonders, and I know you had the show before, mm-hmm. the podcast before, um, but I was looking at how many episodes of, of Jeremiah Wonders are there? And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're like really close in number. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's been going on now for quite a while. Yeah, over five years. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what's incredible is kind of like watching your, your career is you look back at some of the old guests and you're like, these people have absolutely blown up. 
Oh yeah, it's it's really cool to see for yeah. sure, especially with some of the conversation. I mean, that's just so fun about doing podcasts like yourself for a long period of time. Yeah. You look at your your list of guests and you're like, oh my goodness, some of these people are superstars. Now. Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah, it's always fun. Yeah, and now you're a superstar because you're headlining things. You headlined the Riot Fest. Yeah, last that was very month? cool. Was that last month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was it was pretty cool. They, they the the comics were kind of roasting me because <laughs> they put up a giant banner of me and I was the face of the that festival. Yeah. And so the comics were like, "All right, Jeremiah, how much did you pay the bookers <laughs> for you to be the uh, the billboard guy yeah. at this fest?" And uh, yeah, that, that was cool. Yeah, I had interviewed the organizer of that festival about it's been three maybe three years ago mm-hmm. and one of the things that we talked about towards the end is how on his bucket list was to organize a festival wow so i was really excited That's that he awesome. actually did it yeah and they did great especially for their first year they i mean it's so hard uh to run yeah. a festival especially with um you know they, they went at it with not a huge team going into mm-hmm. it so uh, and they pulled it off great. Like it was super fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are some some notable highlights in your mind over the last over the last year? Over the last year, just life in general, career stuff, or what are we talking? Yes. Both. <laughs> um, uh, it's been really cool to uh, be a new dad over this you know over this last year, and uh, my son is only getting cooler, which is awesome. As it's kind of weird as a dad uh, when they're first born. I mean, this is me specifically, but you you don't your love grows a little bit more as they get older, rather than the mom right away. They're like obsessed. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, it takes the dad a little bit more convincing. Like, <laughs> like is this guy cool? Like, uh, is this guy gonna be a good roommate? Uh, but yeah, it's that's been really cool um, being a new dad, and obviously we like it enough where we're doing um, number two. So number two is yeah. coming in June, um, another boy. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, that's been awesome. And then yeah, it's been very cool, um, just uh, becoming a little bit more of like um, uh, a regular headliner, like at, at a lot of clubs where I'm going back to a lot of the clubs now that I've already headlined, yeah. and that's kind of uh, that's kind of cool to to slowly be building a little bit more of a following these uh, these cities kind of grassroots or like people will see have seen me and then they're like we came back to see you because we liked the show last time and you yeah. did a completely different show this time which is awesome because you know some comics you see them a couple times and it's very very similar sets but I pride myself in uh, uh, trying to make the shows pretty unique and tailored to that particular crowd yeah, yeah. with the, the traveling that you're doing and uh, being a parent you're you're paid regular at the store so you you I mean this is me simplifying it but you the door is open for you to be to be performing at the store whenever you want so that's my generalization mm-hmm. but you, you just said it you know now your son is reaching an age where the interaction is like starting to get next yeah. level and being away is even harder yeah. to do so how are you doing with that whole balancing act because your career is continuing to blow up in new ways but you've got this pull at home and you're going to have a second pull yeah uh, 
You know, it's definitely it. It's only becoming harder because he's able to communicate more and becoming aware mm-hmm. when I'm gone. When they're super little, oh, yeah. there's no awareness, so it's super yeah. easy to be like, okay, I'm out on the road. They, you know, they're not remembering when you're leaving. But yeah. right now, where he's at developmentally, he keeps saying. I guess he's been saying the last couple of days that I'm on an airplane. He just oh. knows that I'm on an airplane. <laughs> uh, so uh, it'll be cool once I, you know, I get back in on Sunday. And uh, I just, you have to be a little bit more strategic about really making the time count when you are home. Yeah. And uh, and it truly being the the quality over the quantity because there's. Uh, my wife is in, you know, uh, children's social and emotional development, and she said that there can be you can be you can be a dad that is home every day with your kid, but if you're on your phone all the time around them and you're not present, that's not as effective as literally 15 minutes a day, completely undivided attention where the rest of the world doesn't exist. Yeah. And that sounds so silly, like just 15 minutes, yeah. but like. When was the last time you really stopped everything and focused on something for 15 minutes without checking your phone, without yeah. like going to your computer or something like that? And so I try to do that when I'm with home with my son on the days that I am home is 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 put in time uh, with him that's quality and uh, make it worthwhile. So when I come back home off the road, he's actually missing me and yeah. not, not being like, oh, this guy. <laughs> One of the things that's impressed me about you is you're 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 very easy to get along with, but you also have like this this uh, strategic competitive side of you, and I think that's that's shaped why the projects that you've pursued have have evolved over the years that we've gotten to know you. Mm-hmm. So, given the the pull of family life, what kind of strategy are you thinking about over the next few years when being home? maybe more important uh i think it becomes more where in these next few years uh now that you know i've been doing the road and stuff like that i think it becomes more important these next few years uh that i get some of my ducks in a row of uh writing some more projects and selling some more projects Mm. where i have more flexibility where if i don't need to go on the road then that's not a source of income that I have to seek out you yeah. know where it makes it more like I choose my dates rather than the dates are choosing me because sometimes that happens where I'm a guy who I'll you know I'll take a last minute weekend because a I love it but B it's also like okay money's coming in, yeah. so I'll do it yeah. um, so it's one of those things where uh, hopefully in the next few years I'll get to a place where I'm a little bit more uh, able to, you know, be on the selling side of shows and creating more shows, and uh, that's the goal with like stand up on the spot. Me shooting that series myself and directing that series is, is uh, I really think that that can live like on a network somewhere. I really believe in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, you you say creating and, and selling shows. Do you mean shows that are comedy shows, or do you mean like television? shows yeah no I mean like scripted yeah yeah Yeah. uh so recently my wife and I uh we co-wrote uh an animated uh pilot that is uh centered around social emotional learning for children Uh and 
uh, we're gonna hopefully be starting to pitch that within the next couple months so uh, I want to be writing more TV shows writing more screenplays I've written a few but uh, haven't sold them uh, so the goal is to you know that to be part of the career trajectory yeah. as I go on yeah and, and pardon the pun, but what a perfect marriage. I mean, the, her background with yeah. your comedy background, is it is it easy working with your your life partner, your, your spouse? Uh, it is, uh, but I mean, there's definitely, you know, I think it's sometimes harder in ways. It's sometimes easier in ways, but sometimes harder in ways because you can't, you can't blow that person off. <laughs> yeah. It's like if you if you're chase you around if the, the meeting is set, it's going down. It doesn't matter how tired you are, like you live with the person. That meeting, you know, or that writing meeting is going down. But it's all good things in the, in the yeah. long run. Like you get stuff done. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, you are tired from doing the road or whatever, you want to flake and be like, "Oh, can we reschedule?" but it's like, "Nope, it's going down." Yeah. But that's part of also being a dad too is like you're a dad you're just a dad now like right. you, you can't reschedule being a dad yeah. so I'm, I'm getting used to it it's it's all good things so in the uh, I'm gonna dig in more on on this the show idea that you're working on with your wife yeah. uh, what is something that you've learned from her in putting together a show and what do you think she's learned from you um I've learned from her uh, just, um, uh, honestly, just her belief in the show is a real amazing driving force uh, of that. And uh, that's something that, you know, uh, I always believe in my projects. but it, it's nice to when it's coming from somebody else like somebody else's passion is inspiring when, yeah. when when you see someone especially someone who you love their passion for something it, it inspires you to to want to make it great and uh and and work on that and uh i think that for her i mean i think that she's just she's like a, a newer um like scripted writer she's written some books yeah. uh but as far as like uh, the TV show aspect uh, she's newer in that field so she, I think she's learning that side from me a little bit more with like she's so good with the education I'm like how do we get more jokes in here you know that's that's yeah. what I bring to the table so hopefully that's what makes the show enjoyable is like people are learning but there's also like nice funny moments for the kids as well too yeah yeah. oh cool I'm excited I, I, yeah. I hope that you know makes it into production yeah. whatever they say I know it's a very uh Difficult process. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else has been going on? A lot of voiceover auditions. Uh, it's one of those things where that's a very tough field to get into. I've, uh, oh. I've been fortunate to book a, a handful of small roles on stuff, but uh, the thing that you know you're looking for as a voiceover actor is uh those film roles or those recurring roles on a tv show and uh i've had the opportunity to audition for they've rebooted a lot of the shows they've started to reboot a lot of the shows that i grew up with Mm. and i've had a chance to audition for some of those and you know hopefully uh just getting close to to that next fun gig uh 
but just a lot of writing you know I put a lot of energy into uh, this special release that I just put out on YouTube uh, that it was a big effort um, that's something that I directed and I edited and um, I self-produced it so that you know that's a lot of energy that goes into something like that yeah. uh, and it's also years of material and stuff that is released so it's 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 stressful uh, leading up to it and and when it's actually being released but I'm, I'm really glad that I did because it's a motivating factor for me to work on that next hour and start putting that together and and uh, yeah I mean between being a dad and the special release and the podcast and there's a you know that's what's been going on so it's a lot of stuff you don't relax much do you Jeremiah? not too much not too much yeah but when I do we I, I, I relax pretty hard yeah yeah, yeah. Are you taking a family vacation before uh, uh, we might do we might do what some people call a baby moon uh, it's like a little vacation that you do uh, before the baby's born um, but I'm planning really I'm planning on taking off time when the baby's actually here uh, I've got it carved out in the calendar where I'm not going on the road for a bit and so I've been kind of working like crazy leading up to the baby coming so I can really enjoy it and relax while it's happening because also our you know our sleep schedules are going to be kind of all over the place again and refiguring out that new normal so yeah yeah uh i want to ask you about stand up on the spot you've had some epic people on on that show uh that you started like years and years ago like it's been one of your original yeah brainchilds yeah and now you're able to get like some of the best names. Who is somebody that you were super excited about uh, over the last year that you that you got? Uh, honestly, I mean, it happened at this festival. Um, Big J used to do the show a lot when we would do it in New York or when he would visit LA, and he's been so busy lately. Mm-hmm that I have not been able to nail him down. And uh, also, uh, Ian Bagg, he's one of the masters of crowd work. And having him and Big J on the same lineup was pretty insane. Yeah. And they both killed, and it was, it, was, it was awesome having them. And then that lineup, I mean, that we did last night, it was a very special lineup to me because I got, I requested, I basically got everybody on my wish list uh, for the lineup this year. And, um, Punky Johnson is another special one because she is a friend who I go way back with at the comedy store, and I saw her as a waitress before she even was doing comedy. No way. Uh, she used to just be a waitress at the comedy store and, wow. and a bartender, um, and she just tended the bar. And then she got into stand up a little bit later, and she just has that quality. And she has lived life enough, and she knows herself enough where she has her comedic voice down. So she hit the ground running, and. Uh, it's been really cool to see her go from bartender at the comedy store and just a good person and friend that everybody loves there to a cast member on Saturday Night Live. So that was a cool one for her, kind of full circle moment for, for me as a friend of hers for, to have her do the show last night. And she was great and I got to riff with her and that's always such a fun element of the show is me getting to hang out and riff with some of my favorite comics yeah. who do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tell us how long you've been working on Daddy. Some of those jokes in that special are ten years old. 
I mean, some of the jokes that made the cut are literally jokes that are 10 years old that I'm like, I gotta put this on a special. <laughs> and I gotta release this and I gotta move on uh, to, you know, the next hour that uh, I wanna be working on. Yeah. But because some, some jokes, if you are like, oh, I'll save it for the next thing, then all of a sudden it's a 15 year old joke. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, maybe you're not actively doing it all the time, but. You, that's where you start working on it and starting to, you know, flesh out the premise and stuff. Uh, so some of those jokes uh, are older jokes that I, I wanted to get out there. And then some of the jokes that are in that special, which are, are cool, are they originated as an improvised joke on, on Stand Up On The Spot. Oh, wow. So that's that's a really cool thing to see that go from you know just the seed and or a nugget of a joke yeah. to all the way make it to a special and that's different comics have told me um that some of the jokes that they've gotten from Sam on the spot they've ended up with on their specials and that's like a, a huge compliment to the show which i love yeah yeah that's cool yeah <laughs> um okay we thought we i mentioned the comedy store earlier mm-hmm. and over the last year, you have been witness to because you've seen the people leaving <laughs> the uh, frequent ranks of, of the comedy store to yeah. set up shop here yeah. in Austin. And one of the byproducts of that was that Kill Tony moved mm-hmm. from LA to Austin. And I saw a little clip that the uh, former band leader made a little drop in to I a did. recent episode. I did. <laughs> Did a little surprise cameo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how is that? It's a, it's just it's a very small stage from what I've I've heard. Oh my god. I gosh. haven't been there. Yeah, there was way too many people on stage. <laughs> it was it was insane. Like I think there was almost thirteen people on oh, that good stage. Lord. It was the old band, the new band, Tony, Brian, and three panel guests. God. So like it's just, it was just so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it was cool. It was very cool to be back. Uh, I will say the show has uh, has changed and evolved so much since we've been on it. It's been a couple of years since we've been on the show. Yeah. I got a lot of love online. I got a ton of hate online, though, too. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the new fans have no idea about the, the characters or the history of the oh, show. Oh, no. So um, they're like, who are these people that are interrupting? They suck, like all this stuff. Uh, so the the warm reunion was not exactly had uh, for the show. And the audience didn't even really know what was going on. It took them kind of convincing to understand really what we did and what element like we brought to it which is kind of like a it's kind of like an anarchist like kind of like against the you know the 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 format is going to be interrupted and that's part of the charm of the show is there's there's highs and lows to characters contributing with with chiming in and out of the show yeah gosh that's crazy i mean you were band leader for yeah over five five? years Yeah, Yeah. yeah 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 Well, I mean, it's it's definitely got a very strong following. Oh, it's literally the, the, the show band. is now, and this is not me exaggerating. The show is ten times bigger now than when I was on. So, wow, that new audience, a lot of them have not gone back to listen. Uh-huh. They're newer from like they started on this day, yeah. moving forward. Uh-huh. They don't do the deep dives of, yeah, yeah, wow. But somebody, <laughs> it's, it's it's so funny. Like this is how big the show is. I. Had barbecue at Terry Black's, and the assistant 
uh, general manager was uh, there. He's a Kiltoni fan. He's like, I saw you on Monday. I'd love to give you and your friends uh, T-shirts and hats uh, on the house. He's like, I love the episode. So, you know, anytime there's there's hate somewhere, there's going to be a lot of love. That's, I mean, that's kind of with my career in general. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I know that I'm a polarizing uh, guy as far as as what I do with my comedy and stuff like that. Even though it's not like extreme it's like it's just the way i do it people are like yes this guy or this is the worst thing i've ever seen which i'm fine with that's how i that's where i want to live i don't want to live on the hey that guy's all right you know i would rather have a a feeling behind it yeah yeah it's funny because my impression from like from our first conversation was like you really were still uh working out your emotions when you would get hate online yeah Yeah, i know from the some Scissor Brothers episodes, like you talk about, you're, you're really, you get very worked up about the negative comments, but now, are you reaching that point where you're like, yeah, you know, some people are going to love me, some no. people are... Well, no, 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 I, I think that I'm, honestly, I think I'm, I'm good at the way, the, the negative comments don't really hurt me, it's more... I have a problem with just the curiosity of me wanting to look at the comments. Uh, That's what I'm trying to work uh, on. The negativity yeah. has never really bothered me in that regard. I never get too hung up on people being super upset because if they're taking the time and effort to leave a comment, at the end of the day, it helps the algorithm. They can't tell the difference between negativity <laughs> and positivity. So I don't really mind that too much. Yeah. Um, so it's me like I, I want to get to a place where I have no desire to want to look at, at the comments yeah. but for years when you're performing at a level where you're not where you have no eyes on you you are constantly like when is it gonna come and now you know yeah. now there is more of that now so like the curiosity is like oh I gotta check this out so I need to get to a place with it where I'm just content enough putting out the art and not worrying about yeah. the response behind it. Just happy and proud that I am putting out what I want to be putting out. Yeah. Alternatively, stay even busier so that you don't have time. To no, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. It's a good, that, that's, that's great. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely the goal. Yeah. What do you have on... Uh, after, do you have anything in mind for after the the break that you take when when baby number two arrives? Not really, to be honest. Um, I'm sure the way I look at it, I'm sure the road dates will come and stuff like that. But I'm just gonna keep chipping away at stand up on the spot and the personal projects that I have and and trying to be doing some more writing and and stuff like that. But that's about it at the moment. It's yeah. just being okay with leaving some wiggle room and not being such so set on this has to happen yeah. like at this time or whatever yeah you, at this point you have to be comfortable with those opportunities are going to land on, on on your lap yeah I mean uh, I think it's the longer that I'm in this field and this career the more important it is that I I'm trusting and more zen that things are going to come and not be worried about it. Um, I want longevity in this field. I don't want a quick skyrocket uh, and then, 
you know, it to come down and, and blow up where you're even worse off than you were before a few years later. So I'm okay with the steady climb. I'm yeah. totally cool with that. Cool. Is there anything else you want to tell us? Any breaking news? Any any projects we haven't talked about that you want people to know about? The, the state of Moon Tower JFL is your sixth time with us, anyway. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I know. Just the thing about that, that's so crazy. And I still get brought up, you know, speaking of Kiltani, people still bring up the... Uh, the guy on mushrooms incident. That's literally something I, I get brought up all the time. Like whether it's random fans of the show or uh, just when I do morning radio. Like, so you got to attack my guy on mushrooms. Let's, uh, let's hear about that. Uh, but no, it's 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 fun um, uh, to see what's going on with with Moon Tower over the years, and they're, they've been so cool to me to have me back consistently because. You know, there's only a handful of comics who they bring back every year, and I'm, I'm super grateful to be uh, in that group of people. So I'm just gonna try to keep doing what I do and uh, hoping that they they like it enough to bring me back. Of course. Yeah. They better because then what? Out. What am I gonna do? We gotta keep right. Keep keep protecting gotta this keep record. Keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we never get to. Okay, I say this, but. I did get to interview Howie Mandel, and it was by Zoom. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm like, I, I don't want us to get to a point where we're having to do this by Zoom, I'm just to keep the of, record. I'm not a fan of Zoom. <laughs> I would much prefer rather to see him personally yeah. to do the Zoom thing. <laughs> All right. Every year, I ask you to uh, think about your one word to describe your future. Do you want to come up with a new one this year? Yeah, let me try to think of a let me try to think of a good word. One word for the future, right? Uh-huh. Mm. To describe your future. Mm. Do you have the other words I that do. I've used? I would love yes, to hear I them. Do. I would love I to do. hear the, the words. I would love to All hear right. year to year so I have an idea of the headspace of <laughs> what's going on with me over the years. So in 2017 our first conversation it was eclectic. Yep, dead on. In 2018, I didn't ask you the question because I thought, oh, it's a static thing. You know, his password and his future word, they're going to be the same. Yeah. Okay, 2019, your future word was tumultuous. Mm-hmm. 21, because something happened in 2020. 21 was balanced. I think that's coincident with uh, somebody's arrival, yeah. perhaps. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> And 2022 last year was solidified. Oh, natural progression there of your right um okay I want I think the future uh will be malleable I think that's a good one I think I can be solid but you can also be um solidified but you can also be malleable where you're willing to change with what you need to yeah and I think that that's an important thing as I'm learning of being a parent and uh, trying to be a good husband and a good dad over the years is not to be completely set in your ways it's okay to go with the flow and bend on on certain things even if it's out of your comfort zone it sometimes makes you a better person that opens you up a little bit more so yeah it's a good word for this year cool Uh, I uh 
I hope that you, you do figure that out because then you will, you can teach me because I am not. Yeah, <laughs> right? no, it's a, it's a hard, it's a hard trait. It's a hard trait. <laughs> well, that is a wrap on Comedy Wearing Presents Jeremiah Watkins, Volume 6. Tell us where we can find you on social media and uh, let us know about your, your big projects that you're promoting right now. Follow me on social media at Jeremiah Standup. I post a lot of fun sketches and stand-up and a lot of different fun social media videos all on the Instagrams and the TikToks and the Facebooks and all that stuff. And then <laughs> JeremiahWatkins.com for tour dates. And uh, if you're and uh, listen to more podcasts, Jeremiah Wonders, Scissor Bros, and then the YouTube series Stand Up on the Spot is out there. And my new special, Daddy, is available for free to watch now on YouTube. Very nice. Congratulations on all of it. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed learning about how Jeremiah got to be, continues to be the comedic genius that you heard today just as much as I have. This has been Comedy Wham Presents Jeremiah Watkins. I'm Valerie, and that's been funny. Thank you, Jeremiah. Thank you.